Hello and welcome to Explicitly Us. Whether you're young, old, single or married, this podcast is for you. Light-hearted, family-friendly and full of laughs, it is guaranteed to put a smile on your face. So get on the treadmill or get another size of cake, but just get ready because here they are. Live at the time of this recording, all the way from Table 19, your Pizzas Ready studio, here are your hosts, Andy and Trista. And three minutes later, we're back. Well, it's been seven days for you, but it was just three minute jump for us. And I'm trying to open a file and I don't know. I'm not used to opening. Oh, there it is. I'm done. I already started. Get back here. Yeah. So let's run another one down real quick, Trista. And I hope you had a good week this past week, Tris, with your family and friends and everything. We're expecting we had a good week. This is going to be like weird. If we listen to this a week from now, it'll be like going back in time. So if, oh, how I do, can't talk like futuristic. Like yeah, I yeah, was yeah. so confused when you just said that, like good time with my family. I'm like, I'm with my family all the time. Like, all right, what's going on? One week from now. I can't talk futuristic. I can't. My brain cannot handle that right now. Let me just ask the question. Oh my goodness, I can't. One week from now. No. What do you want me to be able to say to you about the week that you are about to have? I don't know. I can't even think. I can't even fathom that right now. Come on. Let's just talk. Why can't we just talk? Like two people talking. Guys, when I say she's no fun... I mean, she's no fun. That's rude. It's not rude. Why are you it's, rude? It's honest. It's it's the truth. Why, why does this make me no fun? Because I don't want to pretend. And let me just say, something. you can't handle the truth. Mm-hmm. Man, I was just a little early on my punchline mm-hmm. with the music. Anyways, so can I just give a little bit of advice that literally for two weeks has been burning inside of me? Please do. I need to give some advice to to new parents. Parents, there is something that I should have done when my children were first born that I did not do. Change their diapers. And I changed their diapers. (laughs) I did not. I can't say I changed their diapers all the time. That's not a statement. Oh, I changed their diapers all the time. I can't say that, but I changed their diapers. Rarely. Trista. Don't try to lie. I'm not lying. You were with them a lot more than I was. Yep. But I would change their diapers. What would happen if I would go to the store and they would go number two in their diaper? You would wait for me to get home. It depends on how long the wait was. So don't even act like hold you on, hold on. change their diapers. It would depend on how long the wait was. If it was yeah. if it was like a half an hour, no. But it's five minutes, yeah, it's okay. worth waiting. So, and, and. I can't even talk to you. And if it was extremely solid, that's also a waiter. If it was runny, that was an immediate change. There is a difference. You, Whatever. Give us your advice. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. <laughs> Give us your advice, you lousy Give father. Your your lousy excuse for a father. <laughs> My advice comes from an interaction I had with your children. Mine? Well, you. when they do good things, they're your children. I don't know who it was. 
But Oliver Anderson made a heart for me. And Oliver. Oliver made a heart. And then he made a drawing of a person that was me. He put that person on top of the heart and, and I think said dad out beside it on the heart. He'd made a craft for no reason whatsoever just to make a craft and he gave it to me. And it was the sweetest little thing. Sweet, sweet, sweet thing. Now, parents, what do you do with it? Do you throw it in the top drawer? you save it? Do you put it on your dresser? Do you put it on your desk at work? Do you save it? What do you do with it? You put it on the refrigerator. Well, what do you do when they make the second one? And the third one. Because your children love you. And then they go to they go to Sunday school class. And they make the little Jesus thing. Right? <laughs> and then they, send, they bring it home to you. And they're like, look, Daddy, I colored Jesus' face purple. And they're like, I, I got this for you. I want you to have this. And the teacher writes their age on it and their name. And you're like, oh. This is awesome. And you put it on the refrigerator and then you clean and it goes into the trash because you're not able to keep all these things in your top drawer. You just can't do it. You just got to wait until they forget. You wait until they forget that they made it for you. I had, I just cleaned out the top of my dresser Mm -hmm. a few days ago and I had some trinkets like some kind of bead necklace. I'm mm-hmm. like, the person who made this for me doesn't even remember making it for me, so now it is safe to throw it away. Okay. So I'm looking over at your dresser right now, and there is a Lego-shaped heart. Yeah, I have to keep that because that person remembers that they made it for <laughs> me all the time. He will never forget. He's at an age where he remembers uh, and he will not forget. <laughs> so it's a Lego. it's a Lego heart. They made a heart out of red Legos. Probably most of the red Legos that they have shaped it like a heart, gave it to you. It's got a stand and everything. It's over there sitting on your dresser, getting dusty. (laughs) And what do you do with these papers and things and crafts they make? All right. This is my advice. Okay. Now, you've heard of women or ladies or girls, whatever, having a hope chest. Now, I'm not saying get a hope chest. But I am saying you can get a pretty good size box. It's a keepsake box. It's a keep. But look, what I'm saying, though, for a keepsake box is this thing needs to be airtight. You need to get one of those. um, uh, What are these things called? Uh, uh, Pelican case, guys. You guys know what I'm talking about. All the guys out there know what a pelican case is. Get yourself a nice, solid box. And when your kids make something... You might have a box for each. It's going to take up room, okay? It's going to take up room in your house. But we have gun cases. And we got other things that Just take up room. slide it under the bed. Slide it under the bed. But get a case that is only for, not their clothes as a little child, not their little shoes, the things that they make for you. If they give you a birthday card and write a little note in it, if they give you a Christmas card and write a little note, if they, if they draw anything make any little craft for you put that thing in the keepsake box one day when they leave home that box is going to be a very dear keepsake it's going to be amazing i i say that because Because you'll go look through it you'll go look through oh yeah ball your eyes out (laughs) totally i well you know 
we now are in the digital world. We we talked the other day, you and I, not on the podcast, I don't think, about hard copy photos, disposable cameras, mm-hmm. developing those things. You you make photo albums. You know, you got a photo album for this vacation, a photo album for that yep. vacation. Photo albums. And you look back through those and your kids, they'd sit around the house. Right? I remember as a little kid looking through photo albums. Well, we don't do that anymore. We have phones and our, the pictures just sit on our phones, right? Every once in a while, we'll look back at them. I look back just to delete stuff, but that's it. There's no, there's no path to those memories, but I look back at those pictures. Facebook is the path to those memories. Don't mention that name ever again on this podcast. <laughs> um, so I look back at these things and it really, it, it doesn't break my heart. That's not the word, but man, it makes your heart melt when you see these little bitty va- faces and you see the videos of them doing things and all those memories. And man, it just, it does. It They, they say kids grow up fast. True. They say, um, you don't know what you got till it's gone. True. They say, uh, they're only this size once. All those things are so true. Because when you go back and watch those things, you're like, man, I wish I could go back and kiss that little face because now they won't let me right man that was good or times now they're stinky now they're stinky for real <laughs> and man you you save that stuff and you'll enjoy you'll just enjoy the opportunity to open the box in front of them and be like let me let me show you how much you used to love your daddy let me show you how much you used to love your mama look what you made when you were six months old and you couldn't even you know you were drawing picassos at the age of six months <laughs> old and uh, obviously six months, what, what is that? Uh, not even making anything. No. Not even making Not even anything. holding a pencil, so. What is that? One and a half, two, maybe is when they first make their first macaroni something. Yeah, one, one something. Yeah. But man, you'll be able to show them, you made this for me. And what's even more, you're going to be like, and, and I kept it. Because it was very special. Guess what, Trista? I didn't do that. I failed. You've kept a lot. Now, I've kept stacks at a time. And then, this, you know, they're just sitting around. They're cluttering things. I'm like, y'all got to go. You got to go. I can't just keep shuffling you into different boxes, moving you around <laughs> in different drawers, you know. So that's my advice. If you're a new parent, now, if you already have kids, if you want to start it, good luck. I can't do it. I can't wrap my mind around doing that. But if you're a brand you <laughs> new parent, do that. Get a keepsake box and keep everything. You'll enjoy it. You'll thank me one of these days. What about like at their graduation? You could pull out all these things and put it on their graduation table, right? Man, there's all these things. You look like you're done. There you go. Isn't that good advice though? That's good. Yep. This week is the week of Thanksgiving, Trista. Are you ready for it? Nope. <laughs> not right now, I'm not. <laughs> Are you going to make uh, our jello? Uh, you haven't told me yet if you want the jello for I want the jello all the Christmas. time. No. No. I'm not making it twice. Make it twice. It's fine. You can make it twice. Two of them. Grr. Don't grr me. Grr. You can do it. So make it for Thanksgiving. Traditionally, did you all do it for Thanksgiving and Christmas? Traditionally, we did it whenever our family 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think we did. But you know what it, what it was is we would <clears throat> travel up to Michigan for either Thanksgiving or Christmas. And so grandma would make it when we were up there. And then we were back home for the other holiday. Mom would make it. So we had it for two holidays. Okay. Does that convince you? Yeah, but I, I still have no plans All to right. do it twice. Okay, that's totally fine. Here's here's what I here is what I request, and tell me if you can commit to this. I request that we make it for Thanksgiving, and then play Christmas by ear. Oh. All I want is you not to give me a definitive no. That's fine. Okay. But you for sure want it for Thanksgiving. Oh uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I think that'd be good. And we'll take it out to the big activity we have I at the church. I don't think that's going to work. No? You think it'd be too warm? No. Too hot? Yeah, well, because, I mean, there's a refrigerator. Yeah, it'll work. Eh. There's a refrigerator. But then I'm not making it for Thanksgiving. I'm making it for after Thanksgiving. You won't have Well, I did buy you a lot of Jello. What if you just made two I'm of them? I'm not making it twice for Thanksgiving. I just <laughs> said I didn't want to make it for Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> You're insane. I'm, I'm working you up three insane. times. <laughs> I am going to make some pecan pie, though. I bought you some pecans the other I'm day. I'm going to make some pecan pie. Homemade pecan pie. Do you like pecan pie or derby pie better? I like pecan pie, and then I like chocolate chip pie. Derby pie is the combination, right? Yes. I think. That's yeah. what I think. Yes. I mean, to my knowledge. I mean, I, I can eat it. But I don't necessarily prefer that combination. You know, the first time I had pecan pie was your mom's pecan pie. And that's what made me start what? to like it. I think so. How is that even possible? Yeah. Yeah. I. It could have actually been. It could have actually been at a, uh, an employer I had. The owner of the company, the fella. He made really good pecan pie. And he brought it to the um, the what is that called a work party mm-hmm. he brought it to the work party and i tried it there just to be polite and it was like smack your mama good and so it just never looked good anytime you saw it you didn't feel like eating it well i mean it had to yeah, have been like presented to you at I, some point yes i grew up never liking nuts mm-hmm. i didn't like any kind of nuts um unless it was covered in chocolate or something i didn't like nuts now i do now i still I'm not crazy about cracking nuts open, you know, in the bill in the bowl at Christmas. What? What is wrong with you? You like that? Yes. Well, I like walnuts. That's pretty good. But you know what I don't like about cracking them open is I like salt. You know, I like the saltiness, and some of them can be just be bland. Like walnuts are just kind of bland. So you like to just open up a can of? I feel like, like we should. Nuts. I feel like we should be playing chestnuts roasting on an open <laughs> fire right now, and I am failing. I am not ready. Um, yeah, I just now maybe a little more. I really like pistachios now; those are tasty. I like salted pistachios. I've never been a huge pistachio fan. They're good. They're not very to me. They don't taste very nutty, but I like them. Uh, but pecans, no, just never been a nut person. But I tried them. Then, of course, they say. They say, that they, who are they, whoever, they say that your taste buds change every five Seven. years. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's come to the middle. Six years. Six, six-ish. Every six-ish years, your taste buds change. They don't like change location. They just, 
you know, the dynamics change. They decide they like different yeah. flavors. <laughs> yeah, they. I like to think of it as maturing. They mature. Yeah. Some of us do not yeah. mature. But that's what it was. I have definitely matured a lot in my taste and developed my taste buds, and that has shown in my waistline. <laughs> Once again, I need to go back on. I hate calling it a diet because you don't do a diet for a little while and then get off it and think everything's going to be okay i have to change my lifestyle i have to change it basically never eat bread again (laughs) (laughs) and don't eat anything white if it's white it's not right and i can't eat it and i would lose weight and don't don't you dare write in to explicitly us and say you just need more exercise shut your face (laughs) I need to eat right and exercise. But the main thing is eat right. I don't eat a lot. I don't feel like I'm a, I don't pig out. Hey. I, hey. I don't pig out. Compared to who, I guess. I don't I know. I don't know, but pick one dinner. You and eat then, a lot, babe. You no, really I do. don't. No, I don't. You eat like three lunches a day. That's not true. That is so not true. I have those, what do they call them things? Like three hour meals like i'll have a protein bar no, baby. and then i'll wait three no, hours and a half no you'll yogurt you'll make something and you'll come in you'll eat it you'll come back out and you'll prepare something else and you'll you'll go eat it and I'm then you'll my, come and prepare something else <laughs> i'm eating my three three hour meal in advance <laughs> three course meal I'm combining, baby i'm combining nine hours into one meal <laughs> You eat a lot, babe. All right, but when you say I eat a lot, you but let's be honest, you're talking about having some yogurt and then still being hungry and going back out for, you know, a a tortilla pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I do love me a tortilla pizza. You love a lot of food, babe. That's okay. But you're a foodie. You're making it sound like I'm eating a whole bag of potato <laughs> chips in a setting. I'm not. I don't even care for potato chips. <laughs> However, if there's some French onion dip, smile. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, They're good. You know what I could eat right now? <laughs> a pizza. <laughs> I love pizza. This could you be wild. a piece of pizza for dinner tonight. That was one piece <laughs> from a two-night-old pizza. That was so gross. Is that Is all that I had? Wait a minute. Stop everything. Stop the presses. Is that all I had for dinner? You technically had cheesecake for dinner. No, I had half a cheesecake. Who had the other half? I'm looking at her. I had literally one bite. I don't know where you were. Did you see the size of your I bite? I literally had one little bitty bite. <laughs> your your bite was massive. <laughs> Half so of a big. cheesecake slice. I wasn't crazy about the lemon stuff on top of it, but it was. I thought it was good. It was okay. Yeah, it definitely added a zing of flavor where cheesecake can be can be bland, and I mean that in a good way. It's cheesy. It's you smooth. ate a, a large lunch. What That's why lunch? you weren't as hungry. You what had two I? big bowls of chili. I had a bowl and a half of chili. It was oh my two goodness! Big bowls. Where do these size portions come from? Compared to mine. Well, compared to yours, AJ had a big bowl of chili. You had two bowls of chili. I had a bowl and a you half were of stuffed. chili. You I were was like, stuffed. Like five hours later, you're like, I'm still so full from that chili. I was. And it, I did not feel good. Not like in a bad way, but like it filled me up a lot. Chili wouldn't be bad right now. 
So then the slice of cheesecake and the slice of pizza were plenty. For real, though, I, I'm getting so hungry. <laughs> you know what I'm going to have? Listen, I'll, the diet starts now. <laughs> I'm going to go down to the freezer, and there is a personal size no, DiGiorno baby. cheese crust no, filled. No, it's too late. No, it's not. It's, it's never too, too late. late. No, it's never too late. <laughs> ever. I'm going to have me one of those because oh, you know Lord. why? The diet starts now. That is such a funny line. Peter Rabbit, if you've never seen the movie Peter Rabbit, there's this really sophisticated looking pig who walks around and he's on I think he walks out on his back legs and two two legs and he's very sophisticated and he says, The diet starts now and then he sees food in front of him and he goes rah, 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 and like eats it up, like just like makes himself filthy and no self control. No self control so and then he stands it's up you. and says the diet starts now. And then somebody puts something else in front of him. Now. So whenever I eat something like that, I look at the kids and I say, the diet starts now. <laughs> That's great. I, thinking about food. I'm going to do it. Oh, dear. All right. Let's talk about this Christmas giveaway for a minute. And right, then you can go make your pizza. Well, Christmas giveaway. Then I have a Paul Harvey. Oh, okay. We can end with a Paul Harvey. Okay. And then we'll get off here. All right. All right. So what's going on with the Christmas giveaway? All Besides, right. it's going to be awesome. Did you get any more emails this week? I don't recollect. Last week. It's been so busy. I could have got emails and not even okay. known about it. And yep. let, me, let me say I by we. We, we could. I say I too much with this. This is our deal. You're not leaving me. All right. So the only thing I got, I got a personal text message. Ooh. Ooh. Um, from your mother and she said she wanted to do two Cincy gifts oh giveaways wow yeah that's cool she's feeling super she is a giver let me tell you if I take after anyone it's my mom in the giving category she loves to give so she's doing the Cincy plug-in warmer that we talked about and like a bar to go with it and then there's another which I haven't heard of yet before she just told me a Scentsy product that's like a flower that you put down in oil and it like absorbs the oil and the fragrance goes off through the room. What is this sorcery you speak of? So some kind of flower oil gift as well. Uh, if you were with us last week, um, you'll know that my brother was getting coconut oil put on his beard. <laughs> There is a follow-up, I believe. Is this your first beard, somebody asked. And he says, yes, it is. I'm going all out. Oh, and then it's no shave November. Somebody says, coming in nice. And then somebody says, I bet it will look nice. Your dad can't grow a beard. We do have a picture, but we'll see. We'll see. I forgot. People in the north do this no shave November yeah, thing. Yeah, not me, not me, sister. Not me. I've I've tried to grow a beard before. Mine comes in. It grows different directions. If it would grow in one direction, like down, obviously, you don't want your beard to grow up. That would be <laughs> terrible. You look, you are falling all the time. <laughs> Like falling out of an airplane all the time. <laughs> uh, no, um, 
Yeah, it kind of grows different directions and it has like these swirlies in it <laughs> where the hair swirls around and it just looks meh. Grizzly? Gri- not even grizzly. No, grizzly's okay. It looks mangy. <laughs> That's what it looks. <laughs> it looks like a bum on the street mangy. <laughs> um, so I, I don't I don't grow no, them for that reason. In, nah, in maybe maybe if it starts to grow thicker I will, but I don't I don't expect I will. So that's that. No, so the gift thing, where this is exciting. Yeah. So I can't wait to start making these. I currently calls. have mm-hmm. gifts. Whoa, that's a lot of opportunities. And entries, like drawing entries. That's awesome. So that's really cool. At the moment, we're matching up. You weren't supposed to say how many entries. It's supposed to sound. It's supposed to oh, feel like we had like a hundred people. People know. I'm cutting that out of the show. <laughs> no, I'm cutting it out of the show. Okay, Say it again. So we have. So wait, start over. Say I currently have, have. Wait till I stop talking because I can't cut shut it. Shut your face. <laughs> <sighs> we currently have the same amount of gifts to be given away. What is your problem? I'm cutting all of this out. I want you to say these words. We currently have. And then nothing about the entries. That's what I want you to say. Why? That's not what I want to say. I know, but Why I don't do I want. I, I don't want, want people to, to know we only have listening to this show. We have hundreds and thousands of people listening to this show. So you just want people to know how many gifts we have to give away? Exactly. Okay. We currently have gifts to give away. That's going to sound so much better. Why are you cutting in? What? What do you mean that's going to sound so much better? I mean that. I mean that. Then the other thing that you said. The the thing that we cut out that we cannot speak of. I can't do this. I'm too tired. Man. So that's going to be exciting though. I'm pumped. Can't wait to start making these phone calls. Calling people up. Making their Christmas miracle. <laughs> I don't know about a miracle. It's going to be a Christmas bliss. All right. Well, listen, let's jump off and uh, we'll listen to a Paul Harvey. We'll close it down. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy. No, you're supposed to say. You don't say it. Do you remember? What? It? I don't Rose. Rose, that is a lovely name. Rose. Happy Thanksgiving, Rose. You're supposed to say Happy Thanksgiving back. Happy Thanksgiving back. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You got it. We got it. You got it. So happy Thanksgiving to each and every one of you. And I hope you're thankful for some. Trista, give us something that you're thankful for. My bed. Nope. 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 Give us something else. Uh, uh. (laughs) Give us something you're thankful for, dear. Everything. Nope. Come on. What are you thankful for? The world. No. (laughs) What are you thankful for? Give us something. Come on. (sighs) 
Coffee. Stop. What are you thankful yeah, I for? I just said coffee. You're supposed to say me. You are thankful for me, whether you like it or not. You're thankful for me. Maybe I'm thankful for coffee. More than me? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I am thankful for my wife. No, you're not. Stop it. <laughs> she is so wonderful. <laughs> so beautiful. You sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> She's fantastic. <laughs> play the Paul Harvey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll play the Paul Harvey. You guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And, uh, oh, Trista. One... The week we come back, we start giveaways. I know. That's this what? week. That's not the week we come back. That's this week. This is playing on the week Stop. we come back. I told you I can't do futuristic. This is playing right now. On I told the week you we I back. can't. We're starting this week or the th- after Thanksgiving. <laughs> next week. We're starting next week. But listen, next podcast. Next podcast. Will be a giveaway Boom. announcement. Next podcast will be a giveaway announcement. That's, that's awesome. Be now, ready for your phone get, calls. Get your names in. If be you have, ready. If you have people that need to get their names in, they need to email us at. Explicitly us at gmail.com. Look at that. So awesome. Now listen, I have a serious Thanksgiving question. Question? Yes. Okay. With the, psych- the way the world has gone psycho. And with the depravity of man, are we going to watch the Thanksgiving parade? I really haven't the last few years because we can't watch it with the kids because there's just so much junk. Junk. Junk, right? Sadly. Why can't we just bring Snoopy back? Like, I know he's probably in the parade, but why can't we just have... Like, you know what? The kids' channel... Should have a broadcast and only broadcast the nice fun floats. It still probably would. Yeah, you're right. Not be worth watching. You're right. They put the Teletubbies on there or something like that. We'd be like, <laughs> we're done. We're done. We are done. Uh, yeah. I don't think we'll be able to watch it. Probably not. Well, then, Paul Harvey it is. I don't know if this one is. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. I think it's going to be kind of okay. Thanksgiving-y. But if it's not Thanksgiving-y, <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's try it and see. The rest of the story. In the medieval Dutch town of Leiden, in the early 17th century, the immigrants were getting restless. There was a significant immigrant population, you say? Back there, back then? Oh, yes, you bet there was. You see, the people of Leiden had a motto in those days. It was a slogan not unlike our own, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, and so on. Their saying was, quote, Leiden refuses no honest people free entry, period. Wasn't quite as catchy as the generous entreaty inscribed on the pedestal of Our Lady Liberty, but it was effective. So effective that within months of its first utterance, 30% of the town of Leiden was foreign-born and foreign-speaking. But eventually, as I say, these immigrants grew restless, and the issue, hear this now, the issue was tolerance. For the immigrants had come to Leiden in the first place, fleeing intolerance elsewhere. But after only a little more than a decade in warm, welcoming, tolerant Leiden, the tolerated immigrants lost their own tolerance for their new home. Our children are becoming too assimilated, too Dutch, the ungrateful immigrants began complaining, or we aren't getting important enough jobs. 
And, predictably, when the Dutch natives of Leiden began hearing that sort of thing, they began rethinking their original policy of open doors and open arms. No, the Dutch refused to deport their malcontents, but their individual unofficial attitudes became less hospitable. And you can see where this is going, can't you? Many of the immigrants who only half a generation before had flocked to Leiden so gladly, so gratefully, packed up and moved out to the new world. For you see, after the so-called pilgrims, after the pilgrims wore out their welcome in Leiden, Holland, in 1620, a handful of them got into a shaky little boat called the Mayflower, and they headed across the sea to Plymouth Rock. But there was a stowaway aboard the Mayflower, and that unseen passenger was the culture of Leiden itself. For despite their relentless struggle for originality, the pilgrims brought with them to their new home in North America a collage of customs which Americans recognize and revere to this day. The civil registration of marriages, for example, which initiated the then unique concept of separation of church and state. Almost two centuries later, John Quincy Adams would cite the Mayflower Compact as the foundation for the United States Constitution. But did he know that the United Colonies, which the Pilgrims established in New England in 1643, the consolidation of semi-independent jurisdictions into one nation, was based on a form of federal government that they'd first observed in the Netherlands, the United Provinces. Oh, one thing more, back in Leiden, there was a particular celebration, a day commemorating the end of the Spanish siege against that city in 1574, sort of our 4th of July. But the focus of those Dutch festivities, instead of fireworks, was gratitude. They called it Thanksgiving Day. Yes, I do mean to say that when you're giving thanks tomorrow, save some. Save some thanks for the people of 17th century Leiden, whose own immigrants emigrated to our distant rocky shore, and eventually, arduously, freedom was born. Now you know the rest of the story. Should we believe it? I don't even know. I mean, I guess it's true, but like, I don't Which know. Which part? I don't know. I, it's honestly, it's late. <laughs> I I was mostly listening. They did. They were in the. But I the they, nether, they, in, they 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 had yeah. a Thanksgiving Day in Holland. Uh, probably. I don't know. I mean, I thought America was the first for everything. <laughs> None of our culture came from anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Hey, it matched up. Thanksgiving. Now you know something. Sorry we don't have something more fun. I guess we have people to thank in Holland or something <laughs> like that. Is that why the pilgrims had wooden shoes and wooden belt or wooden buckles and stuff? The pilgrims? No, they had brass. I thought they had some wooden shoes too. Maybe. They might have had wooden shoes. Hmm. Entirely possible. Interesting. Well, that was a very good one. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. If any of you out there understood what he was talking about, you win. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Turkey dinner. Winner, winner, turkey dinner. Ham. Ham. Babe? I gotta find a ham. Right now, we're speaking in the future. (laughs) I hope. I gotta go find a ham. (laughs) I hope I have a ham today. If I don't have a ham today, we're in trouble. We got like three days to get a ham. 
<laughs> we'll see. We need one. Is there anything else that we should put on this podcast to remind no. us? Oh, I'm going to bed. I was gonna give some like game results so we can put our bets in on games and make a bunch of money. What? Speaking in the future. <laughs> Good night. She's done. <laughs> Love you, babe. Love you. Thank you for joining us on the Explicitly Us podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please do. You'll be the first to listen to our show when it's released every Monday. See you next time on Explicitly Us.